You're listening to the Tranquility Tribe podcast, an empowering space for all parents from conception to childhood. In this podcast, you'll explore your birth options, hear from experts in the field, learn to embrace self-indulgence, and prepare yourself for parenthood with Haiti. She's a coffee connoisseur, lover of deep belly laughs, a big-time tailgater, and your neighborhood birth junkie. From Mississippi to Massachusetts and everywhere in between, here's your host, Hee. Hello, villagers! Happy, happy, happy Friday! I am so excited that you have taken time out of your Friday to spend time with me and to care about the things that I care about Thank you for showing up, for showing up for me, for showing up for yourself, for showing up for the kids and the women and the families of our world. It's a good day to show up, y'all. We've had quite the week, right? It, it's been one of those weeks for a lot of people, I think, no matter where you stood on a lot of issues. I think this week was one that probably, probably was a week for you. So how are you on this Friday? Do a a check-in with yourself, a mental check-in, an emotional check-in, a physical check-in. What's hurting? Is it physical, emotional, mental? Check in with yourself and see where you could use some extra love and then send love there. Seems simple, right? Sounds so easy. It's harder than we think, but easier once you get started, I promise. I'm in the midst of growing myself, so I'm in it with you. I hear you. You are tuned in to episode number 74 of the Tranquility Tribe podcast, another Friday free talk. And today I'm diving into bringing your brain to birth. BRAIN, B-R-A-I-N, is an acronym that we birthy people use. It is one that's really well known in the birth world. I have no idea where it originated. Um, I first heard it in doula training and have heard it multiple other places for, you know, ever now. And... It comes from lots of places. You can find lots of different things on the internet. So as always, you have choices in this. Um, But brain is a decision-making tool. It helps you assess your options and it leads to informed decision-making. So if you don't have a doula there, and a lot of doulas start out their decision-making process and support with this tool and then they learn kind of the questions that need to be asked but if you don't have a doula or you do have a doula um I guess it doesn't really matter who's supporting you this is just a good thing to know but they each stand for for a word and it is going to prompt you to have questions so we can dive right in b stands for benefits and you want to ask what benefits will this 
have or does this have? And you might be talking about a test. You might be talking about a check. You might be talking about a procedure, a policy, a so much stuff. Anything, any sort of decision you should be asking, are there benefits to this? What benefits do I get if I agree to this? On the opposite end of the spectrum, and also the R, is risk. You want to be asking, well, what risk are there? Because how many things in life, y'all, have zero risk? Literally, how many? Like waking up in the morning, you have risk. Like, it's just kind of the, the blunt truth is at the end of the day, every single day that you wake up, there is a chance you don't make it probably slim. It's slimmer for people than others. For some people, it's probably very high or it is high. But risk, everything's going to come with risk. So if you hear someone say, oh, there's no risk. For me, that's a huge red flag. What comes in life that has zero risk? Now, do they mean that there's literally very minimal risk? You know what we might, quote-unquote, say virtually none? But there has to be some risk, right? Not necessarily there doesn't have to be any risk, but there probably is. So you just want to question, what do you mean by, oh, no risk? I would probably ask that blunt question, what do you mean by no risk? There must be some risk, right? And I suppose if they say no again, then... It's possible there are zero risk. A is for alternative. So you want to be asking about alternatives if you don't like what you hear. A huge thing that I harp on is that pretty much everywhere in your journey of conception and pregnancy, birth, postpartum, parenthood, life in general, being a human, relationships, everything, interaction with other people, the way that you perceive the world around you, you have choices to make. And so you have alternatives in pretty much everything. Now I've caught some flack for saying pretty much and people will just say, well, why won't you just say there's you have choices in everything? Because I don't believe that. I have seen situations where no one was really given a choice and whether that was right or wrong, that's what happened in the moment and whether you agree with it or not, that situation, there was no room for any kind of negotiation and so I chalk that up to not having a choice. Um, it was an emergency and that's just that. So I believe that you pretty much always have choices. And so knowing your alternatives is important. And this is something that you can and should do on your own, looking, at it, looking up, looking into it. You should be researching what alternatives, what do other people do when they don't like the answers that you've heard too. Because I can promise you, you're not the first person to hear these answers. And you're also not the first person to not like these answers. And you're also not the first person who has hopped on the internet to research this. Obviously, be cautious doing your research. You want to make sure that you're getting your resources from reputable sources and places that are based in 
science and evidence and probably not so much mom groups, although mom groups are very helpful in knowing your options. People will do all sorts of things out there and so you can learn what other moms do and then you can look into it to see if it is a good choice for you and then as always you should ask your doctor about it. I mean even if it's something that they don't bring up a lot of women bring things to their doctor so that they can have a discussion about that. Remember you're in charge of the ship. You get to decide where this ship sails and so unless you know how you want to navigate the conversation you're leaving the control of the ship into someone else's hands so just keep that in mind so so far we have bra benefits risk alternatives i now i is for intuition is how i learned it and i later learned it as implications so this is a two-part question so intuition what is your gut telling you? This is so important because I believe in mother instinct so much. I have seen it at work many times and I know that it is very real and there are literally millions of women who will tell you that they had a feeling they were going to go into labor, no signs, but they just had their mother come pick up their child and by golly, their child was born that day. They will tell you they just knew something was wrong with their child and no symptoms, no anything. They took them in and something was, you know, deathly ill. Something was terribly wrong with their child. It was, there are mother instincts, I promise. If you've never seen them at work, I'm very sad for you. I hope that in your, in your lifetime you get to see it because it's very phenomenal to see, um, to see a connection between two humans that you can't, quote unquote, see, if you will. That's a confusing sentence. I know. I'm sorry. Number, number one is just listening to your intuition, right? So listen to your intuition. What does your gut tell you? You should act on that. You should look into that. You should ask questions based on that. You should make sure that you are exploring whatever your gut is telling you, whether that's a nudge to explore this or a nudge to stay away from this or a nudge to explore different options or a nudge to get a second opinion or a nudge to say no or there's all sorts of nudges that you might get from your intuition. Listen to it. That that person inside of you, they're there for a reason, I promise. Number two for I is implications. So when I read this, it was explained as what implications will follow this. So if you get this intervention or you get this exam or you get this procedure or you follow this policy or you don't deny whatever you're you're questioning what is likely to follow what is something that they see or do they see something follow pretty much all the time is there something that you can expect for an example of that I'll use the common cascade of interventions we know that once women get one intervention in their birth it is likely that they continue to need or receive interventions and so this can be something like an induction leading to an epidural because of extremely painful contractions or birthing waves um, and that leading to a c-section because we're kind of just manipulating your body all the way around from induction to epidural to you know the way that your baby is born 
and whether any or all of those were medically necessary, and absolutely sometimes they are, it is manipulation of the body. And so we see this as a cascade of interventions, and it is a, a path that so many women find themselves walking down. And so that, I think, is what this person meant by implications. So for I, intuition, what is your gut telling you? And I, implication, what can you expect to follow? Finally, in, and this can be a range of things. No, not right now. Nothing, no thank you, negotiation. You have so many choices within. Um, you can do nothing, you can say no thanks, you can say not right now, you can say a flat hard no. This can also stand for negotiation because some people are really open to having conversations and you want to have that dialogue rather than just a question and an answer um, type situation. So N can stand for a lot of things, but it does play off of your alternatives. So a lot of times once you explore your alternatives, if you decide to go with an alternative, you do have to elicit this N and use the N of not right now or no thanks because I'm going to do this. You know, instead of this medicine, I'm going to go to the chiropractor. Instead of this medicine, I'm going to try herbs. Instead of this medicine, I'm going to do acupuncture, try massage, change my diet, start exercising, do whatever. Um, you know, whatever you have found that you think is a better alternative. Obviously, you want to ask your doctor and make sure that they approve that. Most doctors are going to be pretty open to alternatives. They know you're in control. They, um, they get it. It's your body. You get to make the choice. Just keep them up to date with what you're doing because you do want them to have an accurate picture of who you are when you go into labor and you arrive at the hospital because that won't be the place to be explaining your current situation and all of the things that have changed and you didn't let them know, right? You want to be able to get into the hospital and get focused on your birth. So brain. B-R-A-I-N. The next time that you have a decision, and this can be used anywhere in your healthcare journey. It can be used a lot other, a lot more other places than just in your healthcare journey. But if you wanted to start and you're not necessarily an expectant um, parent, you could start anywhere in your healthcare journey. And it's just benefits, risks, alternatives, intuition and implications, and then no, not right now, doing nothing, or negotiation. You always, always, always have choices in pretty much everything. Always in pretty much everything. Those don't really seem to go together, but it's true. Pretty much always you have a choice. Make sure that you're exploring your rights and you're knowing your options so that you can feel empowered to Make the decisions that are best for you because it's different. It's different for you. It's different for me. It's different for your neighbor and your siblings and your parents and your parent-in-laws and your siblings-in-law and your partner even. It's different for everybody. You don't have to be the same as anybody. You are not obligated to make your healthcare decisions for anybody except yourself. So go out and use your brain. If you are an expectant parent, 
please, please don't forget your brain. It's one of the most important things, if not the number one thing, that you can pack in your birth bag. And you know what? The good news is it's already with you. You just have to remember to pull it out. Don't forget your brain and birth, y'all. I will see you next Tuesday. As always, villagers, find your tribe and love them hard. Hello, villagers. I just wanted to hop back on here and let you guys know that registration for the fourth trimester workshop is still open. If you are an expectant parent, this is the workshop for you. We're bringing it to you in your home, on your computer, you and five other couples and two professionals. It's going to be myself and I'll be teaching you all about bringing your new baby home. I'm even going to dive into a little bit of of sleep in the last trimester and how to get you some more sleep right before your baby comes. Then we'll start to prepare for after your baby gets home. How will you get you and your partner sleep? How will you manage your household with a new baby? Secondly, you will meet Kate. She is the founder of Serenity Sleep and Wellness, and she will be diving into how you can best support your newborn sleep once you bring them home. She is going to talk all about those first few weeks and months and what you can expect and what you can do to try and get as much shut-eye as possible. You guys, sign up for the link in the show notes. You don't want to miss this. It is only open to six families. So go ahead and get your name on it now. This is going to be on November 29th, 6 to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Get your name on the list. Do not be caught off guard in postpartum. Don't let yourself have a baby and then find yourself in the midst of a complete circus and leave yourself looking back wondering why in the world you didn't prepare better for this. Come on guys, make yourself number one, put yourself as a priority for two hours. That's it. That's all I'm asking you and this will be a total game changer in your postpartum experience. I will see you guys there. Don't forget to register in the show notes. As always, villagers, find your tribe and love them hard. Did you know that you can join our online tribes? Our private Facebook group can be found by searching the Tranquility Tribe podcast on Facebook. And our Instagram tribe is Tranquility by Hehe. If you have a story you want to share with us, please reach out to us at tranquilitybyhehe at gmail.com. Until next time, villagers.